Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the IB Network. We are officially on the road to WrestleMania. I am Ashley Carlton, and I am joined by my co-host, Sam Powell. And before we get started, I just want to emphasize that you can rate and subscribe to the IB Network on iTunes. You can also find us on Facebook or on Twitter with whatever those uh, websites are, backslash Bomb. And like I said, I am joined by, as in a former life, the shooter, Sam Howe. How are you guys doing? All right, man. So this is rather unprecedented with WrestleMania. I think the closest thing um, you could have would be with Daniel Bryan or Bryan Daniel, uh, where the momentum, really twice, uh, was going a different way than what they wanted it to this level to be. Um, of course, with Danielson, um, he overcame that at least once. And originally that wasn't the plan. Second time they made him job to Roman at Fastlane, I believe it was. Um, what's your take on what they should do with Sam, the Sammy, Roman, and Cody situation? The difference between those two, I think, is that Cody is, I don't want to say equally as hot, because it's its just not. It's pretty close. But I think that Cody has been holding up his end of the bargain. And i, I he's the guy that I kind of feel bad for in all of this, because when he was hurt, the, the obvious, everyone, that was the obvious. It was like, Cody's going to come back and, and go to WrestleMania, and that was the predictable outcome. Not always the, you know, obvious, maybe not predictable. And then... Uh, Sammy just got incredibly hot. Uh, personally, I would stay the course. I think that I would do Cody Roman at WrestleMania. And then on the Monday night raw have when code after Cody's one, have Paul Heyman come out and say, you know, well, you should have read the contract, you know, the business sense was never the road strong point. And, you know, something heelish like that. And, and then reveal that Cody only won the Raw World Championship and then let Sammy win the Universal at the next pay-per-view. Though somebody said that it might be in Saudi Arabia, which is like, I guess it would be for Sammy. I I I kind of miss like when it's funny wrestling fans, and I hate myself, I hate to be like one of the traditional uh I try to be more of a thoughtful wrestling fan, but I think we all in this human nature, when you don't have a certain thing, you miss it and you gripe about what you have. So I, when the Attitude Era happened and all throughout the 2000s, you have these really quick title reigns. Mm -hmm. And I said, why can't we have long-term booking? Why can't we have long title reigns? Now we have long title reigns and I'm ready for quick switches. So I would have had no problem with Sammy winning that one night. And even if he won it back, if it was like an Undertaker Hogan thing where it's like even a week later or a month later, somehow Roman gets there or there's controversy and you have a three-way match, I had no problem with Sammy even losing it again before Mania. I really didn't. It, it's the, the losing it, I mean... I said this in the group, but pro wrestling is really stupid and frustrating a lot of the time, but you get something like Elimination Chamber where it just sings. And that that show, like I really, you know, I think it was maybe three and a half hours. 
it mm. was you know and then like the my favorite moment was the crowd was just silent when sammy lost yeah it, was like, it wasn't a bad silence it was just like you could sort of hear everyone just being like, fuck yeah and, and i appreciated that i think that it would have been great it would have been a moment but would it have you know had the same impact you know i worry that it just takes the sail the wind out of the sails for wrestlemania and that really to to triple h's credit and and you got to give the guy his flowers like wrestlemania is going to be a moment and i think that it's going to be a a a plus moment for cody i i think the struggle with that and the same thing is when they went to the uk with drew the struggle is when you have those crowds and this to the extreme is you have this story and it is storytelling narrative. There's a reason why the good guy wins at the end of the movie. And so Sammy's reaction, I don't know if you saw the press conference. He was like, I just don't know how to feel. I feel numb. You know, I'm disappointed. I feel like I let people down and that's in a wrestling story. Mm -hmm. And it just, it, now granted they gave him a few outs there but it does and it's the wwe way in some ways i understand and i'm always the guy that's not siding with vince but like calling people marks and saying this isn't good for business but when you have the hottest wrestler in the world when you don't go with that what are you saying about performance you know as, as much as you you know you're advocate for cm punk and there were times he's very hot and they went with them he was not this hot when The Rock and Cena were about to go against each other. You know, after he beat Cena, you could say, and after the pipe bomb, you, you know, you could question it, whatever you want to say. But like, it's rare a guy has been this hot and you just deny him. The, the story that I think you need to tell, and it goes back to NXT, is, and why I don't mind is that, yes, he eventually, I think that if you want, I think the Triple H's big moment here is that he has two guys that he can get through WrestleMania and make stars on a level that they've not had in years. Is that I think that there is the potential to have both Cody and Sammy as stars at levels that they've just not had guys. I think that the there's a lot of the chase. I mean, the other question that I have is, is that what happens when Sammy wins the title? Um, Cody as well. I mean, I think that the obvious answer for both of them is that you do sort of a fighting, you know, Bret Hart style take mm -hmm. on all comers. I think that for Sammy, the big, you, this goes back to, did you watch, you don't, you, I know you're not an NXT fan, but they, the story that they told with him and Adrian Neville, now Pac, where he, you know, they were like, you have to, to sacrifice who you are to be, you know, you have to cheat, you have to be ruthless. Mm. Ended up not doing that to win the I title. I definitely missed that. This is with Sammy and, and, uh, and what did Pat. they call him in the main roster? What was his name I on the main roster? Neville. Neville. That was the name on the name, main roster? It's, it, God, it seems like so long ago. But, oh, okay. yeah. It, it, uh, but yeah, it was him and, and was that, yeah, like Sammy, you have to, to sacrifice who you are. And I think that if you do the story that, You'd, and then he won the title and Kevin Owens came out and in his first defense just obliterated him. Uh, and then he came out and, you know, I think that was shortly before he wrestled Cena where he tore his labrum okay. and, you know, that in Montreal. And I think that the story that you want to tell 
like where Sammy basically says, listen, I've been the guy who, you know, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I've always come close and have him put something huge on the line and wrestle Roman. And, and that's the, the story is where he finishes the job and wins the title. And I, I, I just, I worry if you do both of them at WrestleMania, that the story, you know, if you have a match with Cody one night and, and Sammy the other, whoever is night two is not going to have the same impact because like, well, we just saw this last night. We saw Roman lose. Uh-huh. Uh, by the way, do you know who the last person to get a pinfall win on Roman Reigns is? Well, you know, he said it on the, uh, he said it on there. Corbin said it on, um, on <laughs> Raw. Which is, two weeks ago, which is odd. Yeah. Yeah. It showed you that they were way too high on Corbin at one point. Uh, they like Baron Corbin is one of my least favorite wrestlers. However, I'm not sure he should be this low. Like it should be something like with what he was doing with Kurt Angle, like that level of you know during that time. Not a world title contender, but someone that's a heel that can beat somebody up and maybe ended up you know he could he could feud with Ricochet. And elevating ricochet you know a, a, a monster heel that can elevate a smaller guy there was a point when we were younger where and, and something that i always bang on about which is that there was tiers of guys like razor ramon never won a world title yeah. jake roberts never won a world title and that was okay like there was a point where guys just weren't meant to be world champions and they were there's no shame in being the best mid-card wrestler yeah and not everyone has to be the world champion. And I think that we've gotten into this idea of like, because everyone can win a world title doesn't mean that they should. Yeah. And there are more world titles, unfortunately. I think my thing with Sammy, my first thought, as much as I love Sammy and I have loved him, I'm not an NXT guy. And I've even gone back and looked at some of his NXT and some of the indie stuff and El Generico stuff and all that kind of stuff. So that takes a lot of interest for me. For a guy to get me to go back and watch NXT, which if anybody knows me, I'm not a huge fan of. But there's quality guys. I see why y'all were watching at one point. Um, Because a lot of quality guys have come out of there. But he reminds me of Mick Foley. Uh, Somebody really famous said that too. The connection with the crowd, the underdog, the unlikely story. Mick Foley, Mick Foley won on a Raw. Yeah. Mick Foley never headlined the WrestleMania. So, well, I guess he had that four-way crap, but not really. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, Foley. he never well, you, you know the 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 Shawn Michaels initially was lobbying for 15 to be Foley and Austin and not like it's one of the reasons why the Rock doesn't like Shawn Michaels. Yeah, not. yeah, I, I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh yeah. one of the many reasons. Um, yeah. so yeah. So like that's a great wrestler so you could still and have a reign or two and it not be beating you know Foley beat the rock but it cannot it can be a comedy wrestler partly that can also be serious and someone that's connected with the crowd and that's super over and I mean the rock also beat the shit out of Mick Foley a few times (laughs) to get over like who who got more over through their feuds and then um so I, I think it can be done. I do think they need to put some heat into Raw or to SmackDown with actually having a title change on those. And that would be a great thing. I, I wouldn't care if it's a night after WrestleMania. If it's something with the bloodline crashing, like I would love to see the bloodline all turn their back on Roman and he's left by himself and he loses. 
you know, he's been using them. I mean, there are several different ways they can take it, but I, I'm scared that this moment with Sammy is going to be lost. I should trust them because they've done everything right, seemingly. Even the thing with Kevin Owens, where a lot of people, I saw the criticism, uh, well, Kevin Owens could have come five minutes earlier and helped Sammy. Then Monday <laughs> night, they're like, no, I don't care about you. I was trying to help your family. I was trying to, you know, just doing the right thing, but I didn't really care about you winning. The, I mean, the other thing, if you followed the, and it's funny that you brought up the, I was never, I like, I have liked Sami Zayn in NXT and the main roster way more than I ever liked El Generico. And the same thing with Kevin Owens and Kevin Steen is that I've just, and I'm, I'm sure that I'm going to lose my wrestling hipster cred for saying that. Yeah. I was just never hugely high on those guys. And it's, listen, I, the, not that like, in the sense that I was just like, they're not the same way that I feel Randy Orton, not to that extreme, but it's like, they're just not my cup of tea. They were good, but they weren't, I, I was surprised yeah. they've been this successful, but with Sammy. Yeah. I think that that's actually, I mean, I just imagine if you're right about the SmackDown after and, and they've done, I think they've sort of, you know, initially this is supposed to be a very short. That's the other thing was that, that, it was not supposed to go on this long and it's just that everyone enjoyed it and everyone was so like impressed with how like it just continued to build and Sami Zayn is very funny I mean I, him talking about you know with Jay Uso he's like that's not very Usi. I was still like just it's like amazing yeah and and the fact that every week we were waiting for them to break character and that he could do that and his goofiness somehow fit it's like one of those things that just works and nobody really would have predicted that it worked. I, when I first started, I was like, well, this is goofy, but this is fun for Sammy. This would be his new thing, like the conspiracy theory. He'll never even get in front of Roman. Like, I never thought he would actually even, like, get in front of Roman. You know? And even, remember, he won, like, a title shot. Or he had to fight Brock Lesnar for the... And that was when Brock Lesnar came out as, like, the the first time he was like the moose man and Brock Lesnar yeah. just like slaughtered him, you know, and it was just maybe been two money in the banks ago or something like that. And he was fighting Brock. Les I mean, it was just, I just thought he'd be fodder and uh, he became so much more than that. And that's the great thing. The thing I love most about wrestling these days, not from my eighties and it was a little different, um, but just the organic crowd support of even going back to when I could tell edge was getting hot. Um, just feeling and going on the ride with the wrestler Edge and Daniel Bryan and, and not John Cena, but even though you could see that coming. Batista. And, uh, yeah, Batista, or just uh, Becky Lynch. Like there are things that, and, and now this, and there, there are organic movements, even stuff for an AEW, which I'm not even like, I like AEW, I do, but you know, sometimes it can be a little bit much, but even, um, I always call them street profits. The acclaimed, like yeah. the organic nature of these things when it's not the plan and the fans say, this is what we want. That's it, what I love about wrestling. It's always, the, the funny thing with the acclaimed is that if you'd been like, you know, yeah, scissor me daddy ass is going to be- Get over, yeah. The, but with, sorry, I, I realized I'm, I sort of filibustered and didn't make the point. Kevin Owens' character is, is that he's always kind of been out for himself and always kind of been a scumbag. Like yeah, that yeah. was, you know, he showed up particular that Sammy. night. Yeah. And, and he and Sammy have always been feuding. It's always been. So, so I get why, you know, and, and him coming out at the end and yeah, he could have come out and I'm glad that they addressed it. I think that that's also 
Like I, I have been very, you know, I, I've always been, I've been not always down on the WWE, but I've been for the last few years. And I just, the last, I don't know, since Triple H took over, it's just been a better product. Like there's no other way to say it. And I feel Plus like details, that, like you just said, the little things that yeah. might not have been addressed if Vince was still in charge. Like it's not fundamentally different. It's really not. Um, but the little things make more sense. And um, there's an attempt to polish up the product, which I don't feel like Vince. Raw, I still can't get through Raw. And it's tough for me when Roman Reigns isn't on SmackDown. But I, I see, and you could criticize some of the guys that he brought back that, and gals that haven't been as good, but everything is a lot more polished than that. And moments like, this is what Vince used to do. Like that uh, men's elimination chamber match, it gave everyone, or mostly everyone, probably everyone, had some time to spotlight. Bronson Reed has some spotlight. Um, Street Profits guy, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Montez Ford, who's going to be Montez huge. Ford had time. Obviously, Austin Theory and Seth are going to get their moments. So it's like, and now they, um, have, have, not Happy Corbin, the, uh, I can't think of anybody's name today, the guy that was with them with the suspenders. Um, uh, not, uh, I, uh, Got injured. I'm uh, yeah, yeah. But anybody, not 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 Boogs, but the other no. guy that was with Happy Cover. But anyway, he's with uh God Emma, and he got he had a good match with wasn't it him? He had a good match with Gunther. It's like they're doing and what they do with Gunther and the things they do like that. I feel like that's the Triple H. It's got the polish. It's got the extra thought. It's got the extra finish to it. To make he's trying to make everybody look good almost, except for the. Uh, God, why can't I remember anybody's fucking name now? <laughs> Except for uh, uh, the uh, the rapping crew on SmackDown. The uh, not uh, hit row top dollar, but top. And, and they're trashing him. They're doing some Vince shit to him because he he botched that um, and BFAB, but top dollar. Uh, but they are they they're trashing them, but everybody else, Gargano to like uh uh, uh too much, but they try to make everybody and not the Miz, but. Pretty much, there aren't that many people on the obvious shit list, and I like that. And and it's no the Madcap Moss, Riddick Moss is the guy. Yeah, Madcap Moss. There we go. The the guy the the big uh the thing that I was thinking of with like is that it doesn't feel like things are like always a first draft, which I think was that's true. Vince would come in and rewrite stuff. Nobody's rewriting it. Yeah. The the one guy I was thinking about Bray Wyatt because I was reading the uh, Observer, um, the awards and they talked about Bray Wyatt and who his return I feel like was done so flawlessly and they do this with him all the time which is they bring and they used to do it to the Undertaker too where I don't know if Bray Wyatt is you know somebody who can be like an a plus entertaining wrestler in between the ropes but they're not doing him any favors by having him in matches where it's like a black light match where you can't see if you're in the in the crowd's dead or they're having him uh wrestling you know they did this with the fiend and it, and it where he wrestled in you know all it was like the i i used to joke that it was the uh nintendo uh the virtual boy where it was all red yeah and, yeah and it just, it's not helping him. And, and I don't, 
because he's so talented at coming up with these characters yeah. and I just don't know what the solution is. I feel like this I, time they might not have a governor on him. He feels like he had more free. I, I don't know. I like the original Brave. I think if they had pushed that to the moon, it would have been fine. Now, like the fun, I, I don't care enough to try to decode that shit. And I'm a Bray Wyatt mark. I want him to succeed. I, I cringed and, and, and went with it with the Fiend. I never had a wrestler where I didn't enjoy his gimmick but i enjoyed the rest of his mind so much i went with the gimmick but i didn't like the fiend i thought it was goofy but i went with it because it's bray Wyatt, and i wanted him to be successful i wanted Wyndham rotunda to be successful because i love his mind i love the way he thinks about wrestling but the things they missed with the undertaker is he was unfucking beatable for years like and you can't just you can't do the cookie sh like you can't be the unbeatable cookie guy and one lose as much as Bray Wyatt's lose. And B, you can't be that guy without establishing for a long fucking time that you are unstoppable. You can't, I, you can't say I'm supernatural and like fucking, like it's like if in, in the first act, Spider, you know, who, who would it be? Iron Man, well, whoever, the, like I guess if Hulk had whipped Thanos' ass in the first scene, you don't have a movie. Yeah, you have to, and, and, the, and going back to the Hogan compare, I mean, uh, Undertaker comparison, he beat Hogan when Hogan was still, you know, yeah, Hogan had lost too. But, and yes, there was a chair involved, but he beat Hogan. Beat Hogan. When, you know, he lost Hogan was... He beat Hogan. He, he dogged war. I mean, he was, he, he came up on, I don't remember the conclusion of the warrior matches. And I think I saw one live, like, like countouts and stuff like that. But he put, he, he slammed his hand in the funeral parlor. He beat the shit out of warrior. You put the top guys. And he went over. I remember he killed Kamala. He got up from Kamala's splash and just like sat up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like yeah. this guy is like, and I still believe wrestling was real. It's like, this guy's unreal. You know, there had to be some, and you know, too, with The Undertaker, there's a physical component of that. So when he got kicked, when he, it's hard to remember, when he got clotheslined out, he landed, on his, he landed on his feet. He did the thing on the ropes. So being the phenom and being something different wasn't just no selling it was his athleticism and freakish nature of that too whereas Bray Wyatt in the ring is more theatrical and it's not his athleticism that helps get him over either like I want to see Bray Wyatt be the next Undertaker but the way they do things and I don't know if you heard this he did an interview with the guy that does I had a character I think it's Ryan Satine or something like that mm -hmm. uh he said he'll never be the fiend again because that guy died at Wrestlemania and he won't do Bray because his friend died and he can't do that uh, character. Brody, yeah, Brody King. Yeah, Brody. Brody, so, Brody, Lee. Brody Lee. So, dude, like, we're running out of characters. I don't know what this Uncle Howdy shit is, but it's a good, it's a good uh, segue. Why? What, what, is, what the fuck is going on? There's Brock Lesnar called out by uh, Omos for what that's... I was hoping Omos is going to be left off WrestleMania as much as I want Black wrestlers to succeed. That's not one I want to. Um... That would be a horrible WrestleMania match. I'm hoping that'll be addressed oh, this oh, Monday. But they're teasing Bray and Lashley and Lesnar. That's not a fit. No, I, I could see them doing... Um, the, by the way, I will say one of the funniest things for me is after like four or five years of watching Brock Lesnar get kicked in the dick by smaller wrestlers, to watch him get disqualified on a low blow was like... Because that's like the, the hinge on every match has been the, like Seth Rollins, Brian Danielson, all of them went low. And that was how they yeah, done the Yeah, they do it. Yep. 
He learned his lesson, uh-huh. I guess. They should comment on that. But also, I thought, before we get there, before we move, what did you think of that finish? I thought, I guess it's good to show Brock's that vulnerable, that he's that desperate. But also, like, why is this feud continuing? This feud actually has been going on since not this year's Royal Rumble, last year's Royal Rumble, off and on. It, I, I thought, yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess if you want to give a definitive uh a definitive win at wrestlemania to bobby lashley like that's your thought with brock lesnar like okay that's fine i guess that's how you get there um because i don't i can't remember the last time brock was tapped out which would be you know the hurt lock would be a big deal um but having the like doing him and bray doesn't seem i mean if if you want to do that everyone gets in the pool john where you have almost have almost wrestle bray uh or you know the the other, but I the rumored match that I had heard was Brock and Gunther. With, I heard that too, but it's not like they looking for that. It's Drew, which, which is fine. Yeah, I mean they're gonna beat the hell. I, I mean, think Drew needs to go to Raw bad. They 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 fucked up Drew badly. I think Drew has everything they need want, but he had the COVID championship, and like when it's time to pull the trigger, they don't. He he's a guy who reminds me a lot of Seamus where he's so underrated where like Drew had, I feel really bad because Drew's moment came. You're right. Right. As COVID was happening and he was right about to explode uh, really organically too, is that that, you know, the WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble thing was what blew him up, but to have, you know, it's always felt like he he's, and then Roman came in and has been on this just legendary yeah. run. And, and he's somebody who they it feels like he's a guy who to bring back to the Foley comparison that they're they're happy that they, they don't mind putting the world title on but he's not a guy that they trust to run with the ball he's somebody he's a transitional champion and it's unfortunate because like he is he's really I always enjoy like he's he, he I, I describe him and Seamus as like pizza where like even when they're not in great matches I still enjoy them I love Seamus I've always loved Seamus he's so unique but he could disappear for a long. I mean, it's 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 kind of the way they've done the fifty feet booking and all that. He could disappear for a long time, and if you don't put him in a good tag team, which they've tried that a couple of times, and I I enjoyed the bar more than most people. But you, you now he does have that. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing them being tag team champions, honestly. But now they have that uh, very physical moniker that Sheamus and Drew give physical matches, and they give slobber knockers. Basically, I don't know what the uh, UK version of a slobber knocker is, but I do enjoy that, but I just, and, and to see him at Gunther, that that's a good, that that's a good uh, WrestleMania match, but something like Brock, it's like, let's challenge it. Let's push a little bit. I'd rather see the Usos and Drew and Sheamus against the Usos. And I, and, and I guess we still didn't finish with the uh, Sammy thing. So if it's, I don't like the idea of the Usos against, it feels like a letdown for me to see the Usos against uh, Sammy and Kevin, and they might get to right now. They've got it to the point where it would take dramatic turns. I can see Kevin coming back around, but how can you have Jay come back around? Yeah, I was wondering if you do. Uh, it's actually Keith mentioned this was that if you do uh, Sammy and Jay versus Jimmy and Solo Sokola, I've heard people say that, but it's weird because it's not established teams. You know, it's like I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, if Roman's not involved in it, it with with 
I mean, I, I mean, I almost would rather see uh, Jimmy against. I don't, I don't know. Like, I'd almost rather see Jimmy against Sammy. You know, if if we're building to the sort of the dissolution, you know, the the sunsetting the bloodline and putting the title on Sammy, I think that there's something to the story of you know, that that's the match at WrestleMania, that Sammy is the guy who gets the pin. And that's the setup is, is that Sammy wins and earns a title shot. And the bloodline, you know, Roman comes out and chastises um, uh, Solo, you know. Solo, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm I'm not going to be out there. You guys got to, you know, if you can't beat these chumps, you know, know, don't bother coming around. I want to see you at Thanksgiving, all that stuff and to have them lose and that's you know that's the next phase of the story i i i think that this is a little bum that i'm not going to wrestlemania this year i'm going to go next year yeah, it's in your neck of the woods isn't it yeah, the tickets are ridiculous um, i'm sure the like i i don't think i can get like even last time i checked like even nosebleed seats were like close to a thousand dollars oh my god yeah, like I'm, I'm like I, I love pro wrestling, but seven hundred fifty dollars. That's too bad. Yeah, that's crazy. When I, you know, I, I spent a lot of money for on just TV. one night. Yeah, shit. And that's a lot. That that's a lot. Yeah, and, and if you can't even see it, but and so let's let's transition to some of the other card that's kind of we touched on a lot of the men. We haven't touched on any of the women. Uh, I find what they're doing with Becky Lynch kind of interesting. I was trying to figure out what they were going to do with her. Uh, it looks like the rumor is when Lita came and helped her. The rumor is it's gonna be Trish and Lita versus uh, basically Damage Control, Bailey, um, and and Damage Control. You know, Bailey's part of Damage Control. Sometimes it seems weird that they call the tag team Damage Control, but Bailey's a Damage Control. But so that match. But I didn't feel like I feel like she should get more than that. I feel like Bailey should get more than that after being out and not having WrestleMania uh, for almost two years, really. The one of the the things that I've like also one of my like bugaboos over the last you know five years is that part of what made the Attitude Era so successful is that Vincent Man and WWE were like this is the best wrestling you've ever seen. So you had the uh, New Age Outlaws punk out the Legion of Doom. Yeah, and I think that having you know the uh, women you know having Damage Control you know beat. Uh, Trish and Lita, who were like before, you know, were like the most decorated yeah. women in WWE history, is really beneficial to them. Um, the I I I don't know, you know, I I I think that there are the two women's title matches. I, I how many women's matches do you think there will be? Well, they do nothing for me. The other girls in Damage Control, and I've tried. They do nothing for me. Obviously, uh, Bailey does. But I don't even think Bailey's been as good as she's come back. So you're gonna have that six man tag. You're gonna have uh, you're gonna have Bianca Belair and Oscar, new Oscar, and that then you're gonna have going... Charlotte and Rhea, and that's it. You got so three. The and the maybe match... you'll have a battle royal. You'll probably have oh the they have a female. Um... You have a throw in thing. Did they have a female? That doesn't even get on the card anymore. That's like on SmackDown. Andre Giant Battle Royal, you'll have some kind of uh, female schmoz thing to get people some money, but uh, and it might even be on a pre-show. 
the I, I'll be honest with you, the mat, the women's match that I am most excited about by a wide margin is the Becky, I mean the Bianca Oscar match. Is it oh, that? Really? Oh, dude, that should be Oscar. It should be very good. I like Oscar a lot. And that I, was one of the NXT people that Rihon Khan has been. I don't know if he's yeah, I think he's been in the group longer than you. So even in the early days, we didn't even talk about wrestling that much. Rihon was always talking about that's why I yell at the dirt sheet so much because he's always giving dirt sheet rumors. He used to be, and he was on the NXT people, always NXT, NXT, NXT. I was like, and I said I would try to watch it. And anyway, but one of the people he talked about was Asuka. I'm like, shit, she is amazing. Now I'm not ready. I like Bianca so much. I'm not sure I'm ready for her to lose or even it'd be nice if she won at WrestleMania. She won like five and zero or something, you know, got a little mini streak or something. Um, but as great as she is, sometimes it can get a little stale, you know? So I, uh, you know, it's interesting, but I do think Asuka, I'm biased, but Asuka does kind of need to be back on top, I think. And they did a good job last time with Bianca was not on top of mixing up what was going on with her. And I just, I'm more for like not even caring who wins. It's just that Bianca is somebody who is so singular in her in-ring stuff and, and is so, to me, unique. And there's never been, you know, she's strong on a level like that we've just not seen a woman be yeah, strong. Yeah, that's what I was saying. She's a legitimate Division One athlete. And the closest thing we had that is Charlotte, and who's also an amazing athlete. But we're talking about like, the female version of like an NFL combine, like one of those linebackers that kill the combine. Like that's the kind of, like they don't have that on the men's side, you know, for what female, that's like top one, two, three percent of what a female can be and the athleticism. That's why like I'm low key, like eventually I was kind of, cause I'm not just based on the past Charlotte Rhea matches that have just not been, like they've never had great chemistry together. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is, but they've just every match of theirs has always felt. Oh, was, do you remember when uh, AJ and Nakamura had their matches? Yeah, and it was just like underwhelming. Yeah, it always felt like two thirds of a really good match. I was like yeah. always like, oh, this match is gonna kick into gear, and then it'd be like, hmm. I'm well, hoping, and I guess, and too, it's a thing too with. And I was thinking about with Brock. I don't enjoy Brock fighting bigger women, even though my God, like Charlotte. She seemed like she towered over Rhea. I felt like Rhea was bigger. I remember watching them fight, but I felt like Rhea was in that 5'11", 6-foot range. But Charlotte looked like she had like two or three inches on her the other day. But but still, size of two, it's hard to talk about women like this, but two of the more, uh, with bigger physiques, which Jim Cornette, or Jim Cornette, that's the only women that he likes generally. You know, he likes Bianca. But um, when you have those kind of, women they aren't used to handling and throwing around somebody that's their size and i think sometimes that can make it hard because charlotte mostly i mean charlotte's always always the strongest person and she wouldn't necessarily be the strongest person in the ring and certainly harder to throw around Rhea than it is to throw around becky or whoever the hell else you know bliss. <laughs> yeah like bliss, yes oh uh, but i think i think because the moment i think everyone knows it's Rhea's moment I think they were going to turn it up because Charlotte is a good, very good worker. Rhea is getting there, I feel like. And I think everyone just knows it's her time. And I think Charlotte's going to give you the kind of match that, that puts her over. 
the the it's very funny because I, I, you know, I think I feel I've said this a bunch of times. I feel bad for Dominic Mysterio because, you know, his father is the greatest high flyer of all time. His, and then he was brought on with, I, you know, his first pro match was on the main roster. And I think uh-huh. AJ Styles and it was the only guy that I could think of in the, the mod, you know, the, the NXT year yeah, who, yeah. who got to jump the line like that. And he's done such good character work. I just think he's Yeah, I mean, so... people love him. He may never be great in the ring. I don't know what the hell's going on with this physique. You're a professional wrestler. I see him in there with Sheamus now. Uh, Sheamus did a thing, with, so he's going to be doing the Sheamus program. But I don't know how you don't get your physique going and you're a professional wrestler and you're not a, like, a big port. You know, you're not Kevin Owens. So you can't, yeah. you know what I mean? You're not or a big Bronson guy. Reed or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how you get away with that. But I... He's entertaining, man. I don't think he's as great as a heel as people hype him up as, but whether I think he is or not, he gets heat. He's one of the few people that gets legitimate heat, and that may be because of his daddy, you know, and the situation, and that's because but they they've done well with them though. They they put they put mommy that whole thing around him with uh put him in it it's worked with him. Uh it, it it's just worked. And he and went to Rhea. jail. Whoever's writing this shit is doing some great stuff with him. And he's <laughs> selling it as best he can. And it's proof that it's easier to be a heel than a face. Because he's not that great. A hundred percent. I think that it's a lot easier to get people to hate you than it is, especially in this day and age. I, I think that they've allowed, the WWE's allowed, like it used to be that the heels were the ones who like made sense. Like you understood what they were doing. Like, yeah, yeah, they had a point people. of view. And, and it was also like you would have like John Cena would get like hit with a chair and then he would like torment somebody. It was like, oh, like John Cena got hit from behind with a chair. And then for the next six weeks, it's like John Cena emasculating somebody. It's like, you know, maybe this is disproportionate. Like, maybe Yeah, we- yeah, yeah, that too. And I think, you know, I guess this could be the last one we talked about that I think it's even on the card. But I've been waiting for so long for the ray and dominic thing and they've given you little bits but it's been i'm not a fan of the bully the the uh bully the face sean michaels jbl bully the face every week until he finally snaps not a big fan of that but they're doing it and this one makes a little sense because it's his son but i feel like smackdown last week was the time for him to at least strike his son I, I, I get what they're doing. And I think that there's, I honestly might not have him. I might have his mom be the one to do it and have it be, not have them touch until mm-hmm. they get in the ring together, which it might could be, be. but I think that could cathar- but I don't think you get, you don't sell it as hard if you don't get the catharsis because it's just going to be a match. You know what I mean? It's not, I don't know. It's just going to be a match. If you don't have that catharsis of Ray actually, striking back even if he's got to run and right when a 619 comes and he, he and mommy takes him out and and he runs away like you need that cathartic moment to say like oh my god ray's gonna kill this guy yeah but i don't know if I, ever feel how do you feel that if he's done all this other shit unless he hits his mom no i think that you i think that's actually a very good point is you need the moment where like the kind of like the oh shit this is real moment where Ray decides that he's going to like you. I think you're right, and I think that 
you you need that the, the I was I was watching the rivals with Hulk Hogan where mm. the rip the cross moment where uh yeah yeah the, and yes I, I think you need that with Ray where he comes in and I think Dominic I mean needs to do something where it's fine like you know what I the should have done this a long time ago I'm gonna you know somebody needs to put you in your place and it's, it's got and it might and it shouldn't I mean they, he's invaded his house. I don't know yeah. how much more heinous it can get than actually hitting his mom, maybe his sister. But I mean, I, I don't know. You know, maybe somebody tried to talk to a sense into him, and what else could he do? You know, but even heels love their moms. So, and I think the 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 other thing, the WWE has been very steadfast in not having male on female violence, and I understand yeah. why. And I think that, but that would be the setup: is that finally you know, that you might need two weeks as you have him do something and then finally his mom comes down to confront him and it looks like he's going to do it and Ray comes in and just blasts him. And it's like, that is, you know, that's and it. And I'll tell you from experience as a father, men men don't need that much provocation to hit their sons if they're being a shit. Now, it's one thing to just strike your son, but if your grown-ass son is constantly being a shit, the average father in America is not like, oh, let me hold back. <laughs> that's not generally the response i know it's a new raise an old school guy still but that's generally not the response from the, uh, disrespecting your father oh and especially like but the the other thing for me was that like personally you know i, I don't have kids obviously but like when i was growing up the, the thing that pissed my dad off the most was not necessarily if i said something to him but if i was disrespectful to my mother yeah that's it that was like the red oh, mist came down and I was like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you get, you know, just put your mom's like, oh, that's the end of it. But I think, did we leave out any other matches? Uh, I don't think so far we got, we covered most of the important stuff we got to have. Uh, I mean, we touched on Gunther, we touched on Gunther. Who I, listen, I was like, uh, you know, what are they going to do? Like when he came in is like, they gave him like the Nazi name at first. Yeah, like, yeah. God damn it. But like he's also to 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 the WWE's fairness, like he's kind of played with that stuff in the past, just a little uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. you know, as a character, but he's just been so like he's an example of a guy who they don't necessarily need him to talk as much. Just let him go out there, just beat the shit out of people. Yeah, like, they they finally understood. Like a lot of times, they don't understand people. They they understand what he needs to do. They're not messing it up. Stay out of the way and let him beat the crap out of people. That's it. His work does the talking. And so it's just, you put him over, you let him beat the shit out of people. You know, you have somebody, either he, you keep pushing him to the moon, pin on response, or you have somebody that you use to get over further with him. It's simple. It's not that hard. It reminds me of the Simpsons where uh, they do a film festival and Barney does this like portrait of being an alcoholic and Hans Molman gets hit in football with a groin. And Homer is like, Barney's film had heart man getting hit by a football in the groin had man getting hit in the football with the groin and it's so and it's kind of like yeah like that few you know the Sami Zayn story has all this depth to it and all this heart but Gunther beating the crap out of people has them like beating each other until their chest bleed like yeah yeah exactly you know but but it is I mean that he has been somebody that I've been a big fan of and and you know I honestly at this point oh Walter that was his name yeah, like, Walter, I could, yeah. I can even remember it. Like that's how good it's been. Yeah, exactly. It was like a big deal and controversy and everything. You know, there was something with the game 
the number, his rating was something that the Nazis used. So they asked him to oh, change his like rating. or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's oh, like that's so it's always gonna be something with him evidently. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, I'm excited about the WrestleMania. Two nights is always fun. It'll be interesting to see what you know how they'll night one. It'll be interesting to see what the main event is and how they break it up. But yeah, I'm excited. Even though sometimes I feel like it's grueling, but it, it's still very enjoyable. I I got to be honest with you. The two night thing is way less grueling than when it was like. Then it was yeah, hours. twelve o'clock or one o'clock at night. But still, yeah. I feel ugh, it's a lot. Yeah, it, it's and it, because it's going to be here, I'm actually looking into, you know, there are a lot of cool shows here that week. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I consider going to uh, ROH has a show okay. on that Friday. And I was, uh, you know, the one. Sounds part like of it, yeah, well, part of, it's a USC and maybe you could meet Tony. <laughs> uh the well I, i'm actually i'm wearing a briscoe shirt i was hoping that mark briscoe might win the title um that'd be cool yeah it would be i um that is you know that was one of the sadder things was losing jay briscoe yeah that's tough it's been a, kind of a tough year and we just lost lanny poffa too you know I, you know obviously he was older but yeah it's but kind of been a rough start to the year I always, I don't know if you watched the stuff that Lanny Poffo, like when he would talk about, like you very clearly, like they were very close as brothers. Mm-hmm. And he very oh, yeah, much, yeah. you know, adored, like it was just very, you know, sweet to me. And he very clearly, you know, that was sad. Yeah, he was older, but it is, you know, sad. But yeah. I always enjoyed watching the genius. I thought he was, he funny. was very talented and very different than anything else you, uh, you would see and so yeah he was always a very different wrestler he didn't quite fit like he was too like too smart maybe for for wrestling or something or i don't know it was just because he had the talent and he even kind of had the look compared to the other people back then but i don't know he was like too i think he, he had the problem that a lot of guys had where uh like funny doesn't equal money yeah it can be true and I think sometimes in wrestling, your your talent has to fit a niche. You could be super talented and nobody gives a fuck. That's the crazy thing about wrestling. You could be like, you know, like Dean Malenko or, you know, even though he had some success. But people are in Bimbal for a while. Like, you can be the best wrestler in the world and nobody cares. Well, I Or think not enough. The Well, that's one of the things with Sammy was that he was somebody who caught on in terms of the um like that was like he he's been incredibly talented and the thing that got him you know i think that the jackass match last year was for what it was was really fun it's really good for what it was to work with yeah and i just and i was so upset because i i thought that stuff with the conspiracy theory stuff was brilliant and i thought it was great and it made me pay attention and made me look at his work and he went all out and i was just thinking he's never gonna get what he deserves and so i've been on the sammy train for a while i thought he's never gonna i said this is a guy that could be a world champion if somebody actually looked at what he was delivering from a character and in the ring and you know maybe it might happen now but it is just great to see him rise because it now in the wwe it used to be when i was a kid i could see a guy from a mile away because you see how much talent he is and people responding to him but now just because that happens they might not they've got to get over like sammy did now you know, and and that's that's a shame, but hopefully with Triple H, I change it. But let's let's wrap it up. You got any parting thoughts? Uh, no, just it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. 
is that really I, I think is. that there really is it, it exciting to you know I, AEW might not be where it was a year and a half ago but it's still you know when was the last time we had this much good wrestling yeah MJF MJF is on top so I'm happy and Daniel Bryanson that uh, well Brian Danielson is yeah so messed up with his name is in the title picture I you can't get happy in the AAW side I can't be happier if those two people are in the main event picture because those are two best guys in my opinion in AEW. So yeah, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. So thanks, Sam. And for the commish, let's just enjoy all this wrestling. Remember to support the brand.